listen to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your host, Tim and Julie Harris. We're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. First of all, I want to start out by thanking all of you for continuing to listen, continuing to make this number one listen to radio show, podcast out there. Um, we're uh, getting a lot of recognition, which is kind of fun because, and you know, every time we have someone congratulate us, recognize us, and all the rest of it for this podcast, I always say it wouldn't, we wouldn't certainly have listeners if we weren't helping a lot of folks. And that is really what our primary mission is. And the theme of the radio shows for the past few days is, frankly, the number one thing that I love about real estate. And Julie loves about real estate. It's about being a listing agent, learning how to be a powerful listing agent, learning how to basically control your destiny by controlling your inventory. And we have given you a lot of, hopefully you guys will agree, helpful suggestions on what to do to get your mindset, your skill set in place. And now it's up for you to get into action. We're going to continue on today uh, in part three of this show. Uh, of this topic. So go back and listen to the previous shows. And as always, the shows, literally, guys, at this point, I think it's maybe 1,000, 1,500 shows are on timandjulieharris.com. You can also listen to them on iTunes or Stitcher, though I think iTunes and Stitcher doesn't all the way go back to our first one. But here or there, listen, learn, take action. That's the main thing. Julie, before we get back to it, I believe you have some interesting uh, emails and such to share with our listeners. Yes, let's see here. I have, I'm just making sure I haven't already read this. I don't think I have. This is from an agent named Clyde Mulkey. He says, hello. He says, help. Relentless lead follow-up really works. I've I've always known this, but over the years, somehow it got lost in the cobwebs. Got a buyer looking for a warehouse style of building in an area where those don't exist or are not on the market. Now, just right there, how many agents would have given up? Just doesn't exist. You're looking for something that doesn't exist. But not Clyde. He writes, so I went looking for one and found one. Downside was the building is 405,000 square feet. And he says, just kidding, this is great. So I went then searching for the owner and a contact number. This was tricky due to the fact that it was in a business name and there was no current active contact information. Again, how many people then would have given up? After hours of digging online, I found a new number and called and left four or five messages before he called me back. So do you see how all along this story – there are all these places where most people would have given up. Most people wouldn't have left four or five messages, but he says now after three months of talking an email with him, I've got a meeting to talk about listing the property in an adjacent land. This will probably be a four to five million dollar listing. Okay, I have some experience selling large tracts of land and smaller uh, buildings, but this one's a little overwhelming. What tips and or past coaching calls do you have that could help me with that? So. Um, we will absolutely be sending you some stuff on that, Clyde. But anything off the top of your head, Tim? I mean, first of all, kudos to Clyde for, you know, following all those breadcrumbs and being diligent and persistent. Somebody posted on our Facebook page that a river cuts through the mountain not because of its force but because of its persistence. I think that's Clyde on this deal, right? So what are your thoughts for him? Well, I mean, you know, the cha- I have this Guys, it's all about persistence. I know that intuitively you guys know that, but really the thing I experience constantly, and this is even with agents that are really, really successful, 
Julie, what was that? On a Monday or Tuesday, we talked about the fact that this is typically the time of year where people start giving up on their New Year's resolutions, but that manifests itself in different ways. So what we have is like top producers who are taking tons of listings, have tons of money coming in. The guys, all you, you know, the agents, all you guys look up to and admire. The challenge that they've got is that they will basically start pulling back because they can see the fact that they're actually kicking some serious butt this year. You know, they'll see they're, they're, they're hitting their listings goal, they're hitting their commissions goal, they're hitting their pending goal, they're doing really well. And they'll have a tendency, believe it or not, this early in the year, to start pulling back on the very things that it took for them to get there in the first place because of the fact that complacency in a small way is starting to creep in. And on the other end of the spectrum, guys, the same thing's happening for the, all of you. You guys may have had some commitments, like the guy you just read, and you guys have these ideas, these plans. And you know you're going to do it. And this is your mindset going into the year. No matter what, no matter what, you're going to accomplish your goal. And then what happens? This is what happens every year, the same thing. If you guys are new in real estate, then I'm telling you this is what happens to most agents. They give up. And they don't just summarily give up. They start giving up in small ways. They start allowing them themselves to think smaller. They start hanging out with complainers. They start listening to people uh, you know, basically who are willing to just do nothing other than ruin their momentum. They start believing that they have to spend endless, countless hours working with buyers. They start going to seminars, and people start telling them you know, crazy things like basically every, it's all about social networking. They stop doing the very things, or in this, in this case of the newest agent, newish agent, they stop, they never start doing the right things that it requires for them to make money. Guys, there never has been and never will be a successful salesperson of any variety that does not master their ability to communicate one-on-one with folks. That's over the phone, that's presenting. And I, we talked about this book last week, the week before, lots of great feedback on it. Make sure you guys get it. It's called Relentless Prospecting. And and just to drive the point home, the distractions that you guys allow into your lives, choose to have in your lives – are the, all the things that are, have anything to do with easy lead generation, right? Anything to do with complicated lead follow-up systems. When you basically find yourself being seduced by thoughts and conversations about having complicated lead follow-up systems, CRMs, drip campaigns, and all that stuff, all that stuff comes way after you've learned how to master the skills necessary to become a successful agent. If you, Again, you guys are all going to have to deal with the challenges of you know being overwhelmed with all by all these folks out there that are telling you that you have a technical solution to overcome your lack of skills you don't that you have a digital solution to overcome your lack of skills or your lack of wanting to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it you don't those people are just selling you something they're not actually trying to help you learn how to be a business owner and learn how to make a profit look guys i know for a fact that not that what i just said does not appeal to all of you now but i know it will eventually what what fear what causes me fear honestly what causes me to be fearful for all of you is that sometimes you wait too long to accept the reality of what i just said after you've basically spent all your money after you've lost the selling season after you've had another year that didn't work out like you thought it would work out after you've basically been frustrated to the point where you're not or only doubting the industry but you're now doubting yourself I do not want that to happen to any of you, and I am going to do, and Julie and I are going to do, and our coaches are going to do everything in our power to shield you from all this Mickey Mouse that's constantly uh, everywhere you guys go so you can focus on what matters most. At the end of the day, your destiny is determined by two simple facts in this business, right? It's about helping folks 
It's that's the number one. That's the mindset. You're here to be of service to others, and even if you don't have that mindset, if you just write it down, even say it, then you'll start to adopt it. And then the other prominent thought that all of you guys have to basically have as a tattoo on your on your brains is that your long-term ever-increasing success comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's what it's all about. That's where it comes from. That's where the momentum comes from. That's where your freedom comes from. There is no other way to build a long-standing, lasting real estate practice without listings. It just won't happen. It never will happen. If you guys want true financial independence, if you want to truly have a predictable, duplicatable business, if you want to have leverage where you don't have to basically give up your nights and your weekends to go out and chase houses with buyers, you're going to have to learn how to do listing agents. You have to learn how to be a listing agent. I think even if you're a brand new agent, you get that concept. Don't let anyone tell you that you have to wait to become a listing agent. You don't. Do it now. Do it today. How many FISBOs, how many expireds, how many everything else in your marketplace are there right now that you guys can be chasing? That is the right now business. That is the immediate business. That is the paycheck in 60 days in most markets business. This other stuff, guys, just set it aside. When you've got listings, when you've got momentum, when you've got cash flow, when you've got your skill set built up, then you can worry about the other spokes, the passive lead generation stuff. But do it in the right order, and then you're going to have a real business you can be proud of. That is the emphasis on uh, the, the you know, importance of becoming a listing agent. That's what we've been focusing on the past two days in this radio show. So, Julie, do you have any other emails, any other thoughts on that? Nope, I'm ready to rumble. And, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what we're talking about all week is not just the importance of being a listing agent, although we do always drill down on that because not all of you yet get that, but how to go about it. What is the exact step-by-step -step process? Some of you avoid this because you're not quite sure what to do or you only list people who already know you or were referred to you because the colder stuff, you know, people you don't know, and there's lots of different categories for that, but let's just say that you're not really that connected. Some of you avoid those types of appointments because your sixth sense tells you that they're going to sniff out that you don't have a system. So, of course, you avoid it, or maybe you just don't pursue it as hard, or you don't call that lead back, or you don't call that lead back quickly because you're afraid they're going to sniff you out. So this week's podcasts have all been about taking that little objection away from you <laughs> so that you no longer have any excuses. You actually do have a step-by-step -step process, and you do understand that there is a fairly exact way of going about this, right? I mean, of course, you have most of you guys are pretty good at buyers. you got a system worked out for that, right? You hopefully are pre-qualifying them. You know how to set up showings, and even that's gotten more challenging with the tighter inventory. We did some shows about inventory hide-and-seek last week to help you out with that. So let's get into, I think that we stopped with step number five, Tim. So we'll jump right in if you're ready. Yeah, go for it. Okay, perfect. So uh, just to ramp them up, uh, previously, we're not going to go into detail, but step one was generate the lead in the first place. Step two is follow up with urgency. Number three was pre-qualify for motivation and time frame using real pre-qualification scripts. Step number four we talked about yesterday, the pre-listing package. So step number five, confirm the appointment. This seems like, well, duh, right? But how many people don't confirm the appointment? Why is that important? It shows that you're serious, you're a professional. Uh, a lot of agents complain about not being treated as the professional that they want to be treated as. Well, remember, when you have a doctor or a dentist appointment or even an appointment at the spa or to get your hair cut, they call to confirm the appointment. And in fact, they a lot of these places even charge you if you didn't cancel the appointment. So it's just the professional thing to do on one level. 
always confirm and always show up even if all you did was leave a message of confirmation. Maybe they were just driving home from work, right? Maybe they just don't call people back and they're terrible on the phone. Who knows? We will give them the benefit of the doubt, but at least you're calling to confirm. Next, always ask if they received your pre-listing package and if they opened it. Why is that so critical, Tim? Asking about the pre-listing package. Well, I mean, so the pre-listing package is essentially your entire listing presentation. If you, you know, when you send them the listing, uh, the pre-listing pack, just exactly the way we have it laid out, with all the exact information, you haven't changed it, you haven't, you know, dumbed it down basically, and you send it to them along with uh, three net sheets or one net sheet to show three possible outcomes, low, middle, medium, and high, and the listing paperwork and the CMA. Those are all going in your pre-listing pack. Are you guys clear on that? And there's one added thing. And uh, members, make sure you're using this. And this is really the knockout punch if you're in a competition. Is that there are uh, – Julie, what's it called on the website? There's like 10 or 20 questions that you're supposed to include in your pre-listing pack. Oh, the, and basically uh, it's not, the survival guide. Right. Okay. The one seller's piece of paper with the questions guide. is called survival guide? Mm -hmm. The seller's okay. survival guide, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the seller's survival guide. So that is a sheet that you're supposed to include with your pre-listing pack, and it gives the sellers questions. Now, you guys don't have to include all those questions, but sellers have been given questions that they're supposed to ask other agents when they're interviewing the other agents. And these questions have your answers already in the brackets. So they'll be reading the question. The other agent won't see the question. They won't see your answer. But then, for example, an, a, you know, a question is, uh, what's, your average day, what's the average days in the market or what's your average days in the market? Remember, this is a, a questionnaire that the seller will use if they're compete if you're competing in there you're giving them the questions to interview other agents and you know the average in brackets will be the answer underneath the question guys this is just what the form looks like right and it says you know in our area the average days in the market is 93 days right and tim and julie's average days in the market in the same time frame is 41 days that's it and then what's it so then there's a you know a little place underneath the question and underneath what would our answer be to that question where then the uh seller will write down what the other agents said you guys follow me on this? You can have 10 questions like that. You can have 20 questions like that, whatever. Those are all the toughest, hair-raising, nastiest, scariest questions that an agent could ever be asked by a seller. The questions that you would live in fear of being asked, that's the reason you put them in the pre-listing pack ahead of time with your answers so you can walk into a, list, a listing presentation with the seller, and it's not some big drawn-out stressful process. You've already answered all the potential questions they might have for you, overcome all the potential objections they might have, and when you get there, there's no stress just for the very fact. There's excitement, not stress. There's a difference. Just for the very fact that you have overcome all their objections. You've followed the, the exact layout of the pre-listing pack. You've included the CMA. You've given them three outcomes of the price. All the things that you guys live in fear of having a seller ask you when you're at their house, completely resolved by the time you get there. That is the knockout punch. That's the reason when you guys are on our private Facebook group, coaching members, and you guys see these brand new agents, you know, you'll scroll down and you'll see, you know, Mary Lou from Tennessee celebrates getting her license. Yay! And then you'll see, like, you know, two weeks later, Mary Lou just took her first listing and her second listing. And you're a seasoned agent. You're like one of these agents and you're reading it and you're saying, how can that be? Mary Lou is a brand new agent. How is she getting these listings? She's just following the system. And, you know, here's the other thing that's crazy, Julie. I don't mean to meander, but here's the other thing that's crazy, okay. is that some of you guys believe going on 10 appointments is okay if you only take three to five. No, it's not. Think how much time and effort you had in just getting those 10 appointments. 
You need to have the mindset you're going to take 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10. That's what having an organized, professional approach does for you. And the best thing, guys, is when you just follow the system, don't fight it, don't change it, don't modify it. Just follow the system. You will get the same result that other people do. It's all been tested in every market, in every price range. So please, guys, don't make it so hard on yourselves. We've already done all the hard heavy lifting for you. Julie? Yeah, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, what you just – hopefully they were paying attention. This is pretty advanced stuff. So let me just go back to this idea of sending the biggest objections. Remember, an objection is simply an unanswered question in the mind of the seller. Many of you don't close because you're afraid of objections because you tend to get objections at the end of your presentation. There is an art to this, guys. So send the objections slash questions ahead of time, as Tim said, with your answers. So here's what this does. First of all, it shortens your listing presentation because you don't have to deal with all that. How awesome is that? But secondly, when you walk in the door and they've already got all of your answers, they're pretty much ready to sign most of the time. But if you do have a competitor and they walk in the door where they thought they were in control, now the seller says, I have these questions that I'd like some answers to. Immediately turning the table on your competition, throwing them off guard, making them tap dance. And believe me when I tell you, sellers know when the other agent is lying, making up stuff, or just doesn't know. And the way that we set that up with what we teach you with the pre-listing package and the seller's survival guide, which is part of that, so existing members, if you've got your pre-listing package done but you didn't do the seller's survival guide yet, that's your next task, your next homework, then that's what you've got to do. So it really turns the tables. This is a very competitive advantage. Even if you think you've got the listing in the bag, this will make sure that you do. So don't skip this step. It's all part of confirming the appointment and making sure that they didn't just get your pre-listing package, but they opened it and read it. So that brings us to step number six, present. It's showtime. Remember that presenting begins at the time you convert the prospect from a prospect into an appointment. That's when you start presenting. The better you are from the beginning by doing things like calling to confirm the appointment, sending the pre-listing package, etc., better you are from the beginning, the higher chance you have of actually taking the listing, and you'll take it faster with less stress to you and to your potential client. Next mini point under present is to use the powerful and proven listing presentation. Don't wing it. Even with past clients and people in your sphere, referrals, slam dunk appointments, they deserve your utmost respect, not your skipping of steps. So present in basically the same way how we teach you most of the time. Make sure that you're not skipping these steps. Now, a little caveat to this little secret. Preview the competition. This is part of your presentation, knowing the competition. Preview what's actively competing and also preview the pending listings to be as accurate as possible in your pricing. Remember, pricing it right in the first place prevents you from having to deal with reduction conversations later. It also gives you a major competitive edge. What if you are now able to say to that potential listing seller, I took the liberty to preview of your competition and everything that has sold that would have been competing yesterday, took some notes on that, and then you share it with them, and you can then say, I'm curious, has anyone else that you've spoken with shared all this information with you? I can almost guarantee you that the answer is no, <laughs> they haven't. And this is a competitive advantage, especially for, not, I mean, I think for everyone, but especially for newer agents or any time that you're not that familiar with the neighborhood, this really gives you an edge. It gives you more confidence when you're there. And even, you know, if you're competing against the, quote, neighborhood agent that's not you in this case, and you previewed and they didn't, that gives you an edge. Would you agree with that, Tim? 
Well, it does, but let's just be honest, Julie. When these guys get really successful, they're not going to have the time to go out and preview every single time. Ideally, you're going to preview no, by you know, going online. out. But what's, but yeah. That's right, exactly. So what's going to happen very quickly when you guys follow the system is you you know will get busy, and you're not going to have time to go out and see houses, let alone work with buyers. You're not going to want to work with buyers, uh, most of you, because you're going to have enough listings. You're real, you know you have your nights and weekends back, and you guys will protect those, like a you know mama deer protects her doe. And that's great. So yeah, that's the bottom line, guys. Is when you get to that point, you can uh, review online, you can check things out online, but you're going to know the market fairly well. I do suggest this to all of our top producing agents. Doesn't matter how much money you're making. I mentioned this the other day. You probably want to have at least one or two buyers that you're always working with. Um, and, you know, cherry pick, man, the best, most motivated, you know, those buyers. Um, because then you can stay on top of the market and see what's actually going on. Because you can't really, as you guys know, get as much information looking at stuff online and reading descriptions as you can going out there in the marketplace. This is really important the more of a non track. Uh, home area type that you sell in. So as you guys go up market or you guys go into areas where there's just a lot of, you know, custom homes, that type of thing, then you really have to stay on top of the market because you can, you know, I'm thinking of some of our coaching clients in really upper end areas like Greenwich, Connecticut or Manhattan or, I mean, where all these little nuances make all the difference to value. So, you know, Julie and I sold an area where it was mostly track homes, right? That's just where we sold real estate. But we learned from coaching for the past couple of decades that if you're selling out in Malibu, for example, and you're selling multi-million dollar properties, if one is just slightly different positioned or slightly different on this street or that street, it doesn't make a small difference. It makes an epic difference, like as much as 25 to 30 percent of the value just because there's, it's two houses away from this area that has a slightly better view or slightly more parking. So, guys, this is the reason you do need to stay on top of the market. But, yeah, when you start rocking it and you start getting really busy um, – you won't need to go out and preview as often. That's for damn sure. Da- darn sure. <laughs> for those of you who are listening well, with your, your children, your yes, experience I do will, Yeah, your yeah. experience will catch up to you at some point. So ask yourself, if you are not 110% confident in how you're pricing and your market knowledge, that's when you preview. You can do it online by looking at pictures and descriptions. You can get out there into the field. Sometimes when you're previewing, you're going to bang your head into a lead that's totally unrelated to what you're doing. So it's good for you to be out in the field anyway. But just use your judgment on that. So that brings us to step number seven, close. ABC means always be closing. Know how to use soft closes, direct closes, and don't walk out the door anymore saying, okay, I'll follow up in a few days. Let me know if you have any questions. That means somebody else is going to list it most of the time. Instead, leave with signed documents in one step whenever possible. Now, yes, some of you have cultural things, especially in the South. It's more likely to be a two-step. The first one's to get to know you. The second one is the close. We get that. There's some regional differences here. But generally, when you've done a good job and you know you're in front of someone who both has to sell, has a time frame, has motivation, they make sense, they're talking to you, usually you can go ahead and close. Even if you're post-dating the launch date for that new listing, you can still close most of the time when you've followed steps one through six. So work to stop saying, well, follow up, let me know if you have any questions, whatever. Okay, some of you guys don't even do that. You just leave without even having that discussion because you're afraid to close. Remember that the definition of close is that it is a logical ending to a great presentation. And this is where the problem lies for some of you. It is a logical ending to a great presentation. It's far easier to close when you've actually followed all of those previous steps. See, if you, if you look at these steps and you've skipped any of these, 
you know, you didn't send a pre-listing package. That's an obvious problem. You didn't actually pre-qualify so that when you walk in the door now, you've got to ask all those questions and you've got to tap dance and figure out what direction you're going to take that presentation in. You can see how that gets in the way of a logical ending to a great presentation. So yes, these are probably more steps than most of you are used to taking, but that sets you up to actually being able to close. Now, a couple of closing thoughts here. Don't drop the ball once you've got the listing. You're still presenting until the seller gets that check at closing. Follow your own listing plan of action, which is include in your, included in your pre-listing package, and strive to under-promise and over-deliver. Use our seller's 12-week communication plan if your listings are not selling quickly, so that's your backup plan. And then remember, listings are mental labor. Buyers are physical labor. Being a great listing agent takes skill and practice. It takes experience and perseverance. Commit to becoming the best, and soon you will feel more freedom in your practice and less stress. So think about this. And Tim, you touched on this. How many buyers can you work with at the same time? Everybody's got a buyer speed limit. You run out of time. Now, how many listings can you work out at once? The lifestyle of the listing agent is much more flexible. It's more scalable than being overly dependent on buyers. Again, we are not anti-buyer. We are pro-you. We want you to have a life other than slaving around, you know, chopping ice off of your lockboxes <laughs> for some of you. Homework. What steps must you take so that you are following 100% of the seven-step listing process? What would happen if you actually did these things at the highest level? What would your goals be if you knew that you could take very close to 100% of the listings you went on, even if they weren't referrals to you or repeat business? Would you actually prospect? Would you be more urgent on your lead follow-up? The better your listing skills are, the bigger you can think. I mean, it just makes sense. The lifestyle of the listing agent is generally on a higher level than on the average agent. So parting thoughts, Tim? I think we covered a lot of ground today. Well, I mean, you guys, the, when you feel the feeling of overwhelmed, when, when, and I'm thinking sometimes if you're even like, you're getting to the point, a lot of you, where you're starting to have your phone ring again, your emails, you're starting to get busy, you're starting to kind of, some of you are falling back into really good patterns, others of you are falling into just, you know, no pattern whatsoever. In other words, you have no plan. I, I, because we've been doing this for so long, it's almost like I get this, I don't know, intuitive vibe from just hearing Julie talk, and then I hear all these, you know, I, I can kind of sense I think I can sense what a lot of you guys are feeling. If the feeling of overwhelmed is one of the emotions you're experiencing, and it, it, that's a choice. So overwhelmed is a choice. When you feel that, I don't know what to do, what direction to go, it's because you're allowing too much information in your head. It's because you're believing that more information is better. It's because you believe that to be successful, and maybe you haven't actually had this real solid thought, but this is what's going on. To be successful, you have to kind of make your own stew. That's what some, how some of you guys operate. You know, I need to take a little of this, a little of that. I need to throw it together. I need, hopefully, I'll get some predictable result. But the truth is, is that you don't have to make your own stew. And if your goal truly is to make money and to help people and help your family, the best way for you to do it is just follow a proven path. If that's always been true and always will be true. Don't allow yourselves to think that you have to recreate the wheel. Guys, the path up the mountain has been proven. It's been gone. It was just, at this point, thousands and thousands of people have proven that it's the safest assured, assured path to the top, right? And, guys, stop struggling. Stop feeling overwhelmed. Make a choice that you're not going to basically allow yourself to experience information overload. You're going to follow one course until you're successful. And that really comes down to 
you know, following a listing presentation, following a proven path, doing what's necessary every day when you don't feel like doing it at the highest level. Look, I know it's not easy, guys. I get it. I know it's frustrating when you see a lot of emails and voicemails and you're hearing all these other people talk about this and there's seminars and there's all this other your webinars and all this information is coming at you all. Shut all that off. Just say no thank you. I'm going to follow this one course because I know it's going to get me to where I want to go. Now, I know I'm talking mostly right there to coaching members, but make sure you stay the course. Don't give up. Don't do it halfway. Commit 100% and you will get the predictable results. You will experience what so many other folks are experiencing and sharing on our private Facebook page. If those of you who are still on the fence not knowing what your direction is, not knowing what to do, do consider becoming one of our coaching clients. And their premier coaching program really is a perfect fit for everybody. Um, and, guys, to get you started, we're going to give you those six free books. So simply fill out the form if you're listening on our website or just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and uh, fill out that uh, form, and then you'll get those six free books, and you'll also be entitled to a call with one of our new member coaches. And they are going to go through uh, a lot of the basics of forming your uh, real estate treasure map, which is one of the books we give you, which is your 2017 business plan. So, guys, don't delay on any of this. Please take action. Make this your best best year ever. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not after Easter, not after whatever comes after that that you're using as your excuse to procrastinate. Today, right now, take action. If there's anything we can ever do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.